Hip-hop takes the stand in the new documentary As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Rap lyrics are playing an increasingly prominent role in criminal cases. Every song, every lyric, every video that you've ever been involved with, they're going to use against you. Follow rap artist Kemba as he explores the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system. This artistic expression is a confession. I'm ready. Roll the tape. Watch the eye-opening new documentary As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Welcome to Tigers and 20 Off the Boards, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast where we bring you breaking news and interviews with players, top recruits, coaches, and influencers from football and basketball across the city of Memphis and around the nation. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome back to Go Tigers 247's Off the Boards. This is Kenny Stubblefield, lead digital content creator for Go Tigers 247. On this episode of Off the Boards, man, we're excited to have the newest um, commit out of the transfer portal to the University of Memphis football program. That is Cameron Washington. Um, he entered the transfer portal from Sam Houston State and is now a University of Memphis Tiger. Cameron, welcome to the welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. Man, it's good to have you, man. Listen, just for full disclosure, Cameron's an utter professional and I am not. Um, I've set this interview up and then I got busy and dipped on him on accident. I, and I, I, so behind the scenes, apologize to him. And on this program, I want to apologize to him again, dude. I'm sorry. Um, thank you for being willing to join us um, after all my screw ups. It's all good. <laughs> He's a good man. He's a good man. So, Cameron, tell me, man, like, uh, you know, I know Memphis fans are extremely excited to get you into into Memphis. When are you going to be heading to Memphis? Uh, I'll be in Memphis May 29th. May 29th, right in time for the summer program. You excited about getting here? Yes, sir. What you looking forward to the most? Really just team bonding. And then getting playbook down, getting ready for the season. So, like, you know, Memphis fans were, you know, I think they were – obviously the transfer portal is a huge part of what's going on in college football, college basketball, all college sports in general. Um, and they were aware that you were in it. But I don't think anybody really knew that Memphis had targeted you until you dropped that you were coming here. Um, obviously you, you were at Sam Houston state had an incredible freshman season last year. Um, you whack freshman of the year, um, and then decided to enter the transfer portal. Um, tell me who was your, when you entered the transfer portal at, um, you know, this past summer, um, or this past fall, um, what, Memphis was recruiting you. Who was the first person to reach out to you? Who? What coach actually reached out to you initially? Um, coach Pope. Tell me about that. Like, how did that conversation go, man? Because we know Coach Pope pretty well here over at Go Tigers Two Four Seven. I have a feeling I know how that conversation went, but in your own words, man, like, what was that first interaction with Coach Pope? Um, first interaction with Coach Pope, he really he's asked me for my transcript, and after that, it just it went from there. So, 
I mean, like you, 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 your first interaction with him was him asking for his transcript. And then once that, once that, those conversations started, man, like, what was that like for you? Like, what was the, what were some of the questions that were being asked? Like, did you know that Memphis was like full in on you or, or, you know, how did that whole process go? Well, I knew that Memphis was full in on me when I, uh, I talked to Coach Pope and Coach Silverfield and they said they wanted me to uh, get me down there because I actually went down there on a Thursday and then I had went on another visit uh, Saturday morning. So they tried, they, I know that I knew they wanted me because they squeezed me in before uh, I went to another school. So did you come down? I read somewhere that you were here at the spring game, right? Yes, sir. How was that? Like, what was that like? So you got to come and see the spring game, saw fans in the, saw the Liberty Bowl for the first, well, it's the Simmons Bank Memorial Stadium now, but Memphis is always going to know it as a Liberty Bowl, but like, what, what was it like seeing the Liberty Bowl where you, where you're going to play uh, over the next few years, seeing the team out there, seeing fans, what was it like? Oh uh, man, I loved it. I loved the environment, the players just flying around. That was really it. I just love the environment. Yeah, like it's a it's a different is it different from you know I don't I know you were at Sam Houston State for a year. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you your your tweet that you put out, grass is always greener. Seems like there might be a little bit of something going on there. I don't want to disrespect Sam Houston State, but like, and I'm not asking you to do that. But is it a different feel, like a different environment for you? It's definitely a different environment. The coaching staff at Memphis, I fell in love with them. Um, I feel like at Sam Houston, I didn't really had that, so I needed that a place, and then just the environment there, it, I just fell in love with it. So it's interesting because, like, you, you you talk about the coaching staff, and and I, that that is one of the things that we've heard from across across the board from a lot of different people that are that are you know playing for the University of Memphis. The coaching staff is different, right? Like that, it's a unique kind of a situation. The culture that they're building that it's not on accident. Um, what is like in all of your experience playing football? Um, what what sets apart a coaching staff in terms of how they engage with a player, set a culture, and then see success on the field? Like, for you, what are, what are you seeing that makes you say it's just different here? I would say um, off of the field, like, really just having a bond with your coach because you have a bond with your uh, coach off the field and then it's going to contribute to being on the field. That <clears> – and <throat> then really just being able to uh, take criticism for your coach, um, not, not – um, not uh, putting your head down when he's telling you you're doing something wrong. Um, just get into what he's doing, what he's telling you to do, and doing it to your full potential. Yeah, that's what's up, man. That's that's a, it, it's a. There's got to be trust there, right? Like to be Facts. able to have that, there's got to be trust. Facts. Yeah, and so you came here. Um, that trust was built pretty quickly. It seems like. I mean, you came here for that visit, man, and almost instantaneously committed. Um, and now you're a, a true sophomore coming in with some hardware behind you, whack freshman of the year, playing defensive line. You know, it's interesting because the University of Memphis, the football program, has experienced quite a big change in the last in the last since the last year, um, last season, um, in their defensive side of the ball. They've got, um, you know, obviously Mike McIntyre left. He was the defensive coordinator at the University of Memphis for a couple of years. He left. 
um, to go to FIU. And they bring in Matt Barnes to be the defensive coordinator. Matt Barnes was um, interim defensive coordinator at Ohio State, which enough said. Came down here. Now this is his first full-time defensive coordinator role. He's the guy in charge. And what we're hearing from a lot of people, a lot of players that we've talked to, and from Matt Barnes himself, is that what he expects, what we expect, is there going to be multiple sets, like multiple formations that are going to be um, involved in his defense. But a lot of it is going to become come out of this base 4-3, right? Like the, the four-down linemen, um, which is different. Like, I don't, I don't know if you got to watch much film from Memphis over the last couple of years. That's not what Memphis ran the last few years. They ran a 3-4. And it's interesting because when, when McIntyre – last year would have four down linemen and pre the pressure would be on the quarterback. That was when you saw the most success for the Memphis defense. Um, and so it seems like uh, Memphis fans are excited that they're going back to that just as a caveat, as an FYI. Um, under the new defensive coordinator, Matt Barnes, like what are your expectations? Are you going to be um, – what are you going to be playing? What, what, what position do you think you're going to be playing? Um, and what do they expect out of you? Um, I'm going to be playing really whatever they want me to play on the D-line. Um, I expect their expectations for me is just uh, come in, learn, and then go from there. What What is your skill set? Like, what do you do? Like, what do you think if you had to put your calling card on something, you'd be like, hey, man, Cameron Washington, this is what I'm good at. What, what would that be? I would say uh, my versatility, being able to play all positions on the D-line, um, my pass rush ability. Um, and then not just my pass rush ability, but being able to uh, be a, a four-down guy and able to stop the run too. Okay, yeah, I like that. So you're not a you're not a specialist. Like, hey, we'll bring you in on third and long and let you rush the quarterback. It's I can I can drop in coverage if I need to. I can get the flats. I can I can stop the run. I can pressure the quarterback. All those different things. Yes, sir. That's what's up. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that's music to Memphis fans' ears because. There was just not a whole lot of pressure on the quarterback over the last few years. And it was almost like this kind of bend, don't break, you know, mentality when it came to the defense. And from what we're hearing from everybody, that's just not the case anymore. Like it's, I was talking to Quindell Johnson, who's a, um, a senior um, defensive back for the University of Memphis, you know, phenomenal player, all American. Um, he, he was telling, he's like, they're going to be sending everybody. He's like, everybody's coming. You just don't know who. You don't know where, you don't know how. Does that excite you? Yes, yeah, sir. Just coming from a three down at Sam Houston and just coming into this four, getting back to what I was in in high school, I'm ready for it. Oh, so you know the struggle. Like, you yeah. know the struggle between switching from a four down to a three down. So you get it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you're ready. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I hear you, man. I hear you. See, that's why Memphis, the instant connection with Memphis fans, because we, you, you know our struggle. Like you know where we've been over the last couple of years. Um, have you had a chance to reach out to any of the other defensive linemen since you've committed, or even on your visit? Have you had a chance to talk to anybody? Um, I hung out with a couple of them on our visit. Who was it? Who'd you hang out with? Um, I was with. You get to hang out with Jalen Allen. Jalen Allen. 
Cameron Jackson. Yeah, I think I hung out with Cam a little bit. Yeah, Cam's a good dude, man. Yeah, sir. Yeah, that's what's up. So, um, so have you had a chance to watch much of those dudes play, like any of the footage or anything like that? Um, yes, sir. I watched I watched a little bit of film over. Yeah, man. What do you think so far? I feel like there's some dudes that can play, and I'm just here to add into it. Mm. I like that. I like that. Um. All right, so we got a couple of fan questions for you. Um, we got some just generic fan questions that that we wanted to ask you uh, before we get out of here. If you could only watch one movie and listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, one movie and one album. One movie will probably be Gear. Uh, dang, <laughs> Get Rich or Die Trying. Dog. Okay, I'm a. I do film stuff. Do you remember that scene? You know that scene at the beginning of Get Rich or Die Trying, when they start playing the song and it's shooting through the rearview mirror. Yes, sir. And that beat starts. And the, yeah. Freaking love it. Yeah, that like that. for a filmmaker is like dope. Like I'm like, I want to get that shot somehow. Anyway, I love that movie. By the way, all right. So one album. So Get Rich or Die Trying. Would the album be Get Rich or Die Trying? No, the album would no. be I know then, you're I know you're a young dude. Have you listened to Get Rich or Die Trying? The album? Nah. Bro. Listen to it. Top down. Top down. <laughs> it is phenomenal. Listen, one of the best songs, best songs Fifty ever did was Patiently Waiting with Eminem. I don't know if you've heard that song. Listen probably, to it. I just don't know it by the by the uh, by the name. Okay, I, but when we get off this, I want you to go Google. I want you to YouTube "Patiently Waiting" by Fifty Cent. I got you. All right, what's the album? I'm sorry, I'm talking. You got see, "Get Richard Die Trying" is like my thing. So go ahead. The album is uh, by No Cap, the Back End Child. Okay, who's that? Yeah, a rapper from uh, Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Okay. Say yeah. his name one more time. No cap. And what's the album? Uh, the Back End Child. Back End Child. All right, Memphis fans, go check that one out. <laughs> that's what Cam rocks on game day. Y'all, y'all be rocking with Cam on game day. That's what he listens to. How yeah. do you decompress from football? What's a hobby you enjoy being doing? What's a, what's a hobby you enjoy? Uh, really, I ain't gonna lie to you. I just work out or watch shows. That's literally it. Are you a binge watcher? So you like you binge yeah. watch shows? I'm watching everything. Well, not every. I got specific stuff I watch. Have you Have you finished Ozark? I ain't watch Ozark. I ain't watch Ozark. People been telling me to watch it, bro. I ain't watch it. Okay, I'm just telling you. It's four <laughs> seasons. It's four seasons, and they dropped the last season. Seven episodes. And then they dropped the last seven, and now it's over. Phenomenal. One of the best shows ever. Crazy. Uh, I'm going to see. I'm going to see. What's the last last show you binge-watched? Power. I just actually watched. I just actually binged all all the Power books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got done. Yeah. Which one did you – so are you – are you that dude, like, were you pissed off at Tariq, or were you cool? I mean, he got to do what he got to do. That's, a, that's how I feel like. 
Ain't no love in the streets, man. There's no rules yeah. out there, right? You got to hey. do what you got to do. So, did you watch the go? Did you watch the um the Tommy, Tommy the Tommy episodes? Yeah. Watch the Tommy one too. <sighs> listen, yeah, that's listen. So you sound like a fifty guy. Like I mean, that's fifty stuff. Like fifty to get Richard Dot trying. He's all behind the power stuff. You a fifty mm-hmm. guy? I guess you could say that. Hey, listen. You might not know you're a fifty guy, but you're a fifty yeah. guy. There you go. There you go. So have you had a chance to look at the schedule for the season so yet? Um, I looked at the I looked at the first game. I just take it one game at a time. I'm like, a lot to you, man. So that's not just talk. Like that's a that's a real thing. Like you know, Mississippi State's first up. That's all you know. Yeah. You excited about playing Mississippi State? For sure. In Starkville. Yes, all sir. Them damn cowbells. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm ready. You ready for it? Hey, Cameron, thank you, man. I really appreciate you joining me, dude. It was good to have you on. I know Memphis fans are excited to have you here. I know you're excited to get here. Man, if you ever need anything, um, shout out your Twitter, shout out your Instagram so Memphis fans can follow you and they can, uh, if you ever need anything, man, Memphis loves, Memphians love Memphis. And so if you need anything, man, you're you're part of Memphis now. So if you need anything, throw it out there. People will help you out on Memphis, uh, help you out in Memphis. So shout out your Twitter, shout out your IG so people can follow you. Um, my Twitter is KBW99K, and then my uh, Instagram is KBW0K. Jesus. Say that again. KB. <laughs> mine, is, mine is Kenny Stubblefield. That's all my <laughs> – <laughs> <laughs> I'm lame like that. Hey, man, I appreciate you joining us, man. Really um, hope you have a good, um, good time all the way up until May 29th when it's time to head to Memphis. Cameron, thank you so much for joining me. All right, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tigers and 20 Off the Boards. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave a rating and a comment wherever you download your podcast. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, head over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are published daily, and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for a VIP membership for even more behind-the-scenes information. It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must Listen, download, and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.